Our focus scripture today is uh, from Matthew chapter 27 and verse 24. So when Pilate saw that he could do nothing but rather that a riot was beginning, he took some water and washed his hands before the crowd saying, I am innocent of this man's blood. See it to yourselves. Since the outbreak of this viral pandemic, all of us globally, we are overly obsessed with washing hands. If there is one piece of advice or an official announcement, it would be wash your hands, wash your hands, stay safe and clean. And social media has been bombarding us with many visual aids, how to wash hands, how many seconds you have to spend. And to make best use of washing your hands is to sing a happy birthday song or twinkle twinkle little star rhyme. So in many ways, we are geared and encouraged how best we have to wash our hands and keep it clean. In the Bible also, we see this washing the hands. In, in many references we find that, but today I wanted to highlight, speak a bit on separation, sanitation and sanctification. So the sanitation part is what we are pretty much doing and I guess it is right and good to do at this time. So what is the separation um, and what does Bible tell us? How can you separate yourself by washing hands? May, you may be wondering that. So if you look into the focus scripture today, we have seen Pilate, Pontius Pilate, washing off his hands, saying that I am innocent and have nothing to do with Jesus. A little backstory of Pontius Pilate is, he is a Roman governor, and he is a contemporary during the times of Jesus Christ. He had pretty much heard and seen the saving acts of Jesus Christ. When Jesus stood in trial before the Pontius Pilate, his wife sends a word saying, Do not take any decision on that guy because he is a righteous person and have suffered a great deal in the dream last night. So getting that warning and alert from his wife and also knowing about Jesus, he washes his hands of saying that he has nothing to do with this man. First thing I see here is Pilate is abandoning Jesus Christ, abandoning. He didn't stand for justice. He didn't stand for Jesus. And he had given, given up that struggle to save Jesus Christ there. He is a Roman governor and all the power is vested in his hands to save Jesus. The emperor may remove at the most Pontius Pilate from that position as a governor, but right at that moment he could have saved Jesus, but he had abandoned Jesus there. Fearing and he caved in to the demands of the people because those protests may turn into riots. So fearing that, he makes an appeasement. Appeasement is making a peace offering. 
He thought if he could just exchange Jesus for Barabbas, then the crowd would be silent. They would keep quiet. They will not show their anger on him. So as an appeasement, as a peace offering, Pilate had made Jesus there. And thirdly, we see he, make, he makes a grand announcement that I am innocent. I am innocent. And he washes off his hands saying that he is innocent. And he finds no guilt, no crime, no sin in Jesus Christ. But at the same time, he couldn't save Jesus. The history has not forgotten Pontius Pilate. In Apostles' Creed, we say, when we say that, we say that Pontius Pilate, about Pontius Pilate, we say that Jesus Christ has suffered under Pontius Pilate. And in Nicene Creed, we say that he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. So history has not forgotten or forgiven what Pontius Pilate had done to Jesus Christ. Because he's supposed to be saving, but still he gave up on Jesus Christ. I was reading about a judge, Samuel Seval, who condemned the witches to death in Salem. And this judge eventually felt that he made a terrible mistake and he wrote a public confession and chose to stand before the church. And the church had immortalized this public confession into the State House of Morale in Boston, putting it a moment of tolerance in Massachusetts. Later, he opened up his pain, the guilt, in different ways. He became an advocate to many women and to their rights. He also supported Native Americans and he was the first to write anti-slavery tact on that soil. Sometimes shame and guilt are terrible. It makes us feel bad, miserable, that that is the end of it we can think. But at the same time, life gives, up, gives us opportunities to reshape our lives differently, to change our attitudes, our thinking, and to get out of that guilt feeling. And when we do something bad, that guilt remains with us. It can make deep holes in our souls, like a channels it spreads. But God is just waiting to fill those channels with his amazing grace and forgiveness. If only we decide to change. Today, as we wash our hands every day, we are so obsessed. Even when I wash, it's, what comes to my mind is only COVID. We've forgotten for what we're washing also sometimes. So we're washing to get away with the germs and the bacteria. But remember, washing, thinking of the guilt you have occurred, caused, the privileges we have these days. When we are washing multiple times, think of the people who do not have enough water to wash their hands. They're guilty directly or indirectly in many ways. 
think of the days when we have hoarded when this pandemic broke out how we hoarded the sanitizers the toilet papers not even giving a thought thinking of our neighbors or others how they're going to uh, survive if they don't have this so we are guilty of all those things so when we wash our hands it's not just we are simply washing or simply washing off our hands to get away from that responsibility or from that matter rather think that we are guilty of many things in our life and we are seeking God's grace and forgiveness to overcome that guilt and shame in our lives. May God bless these words, Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father God, we thank you for this uh, blessed day you have given to us, waking us into new life and new breath. As we begin this, uh, this new day, we pray that you would continue to provide us, protect us with your care. As we step out into this world, we pray that you would guard our thoughts, our actions and our paths. Whomever we encounter today, we pray that we would be able to show your love, your joy and peace in their lives. We also pray all those who are suffering by body and in mind, we pray that you would comfort them. You would uh, be the provider and you be their healer. So they may continue to be uh, encircled uh, by your amazing grace and peace. May your presence be always with them. Uh, we commit the rest of the day into your loving hands. Wherever we are, we pray that you would continue to use us for your glory and for your works. Go before us and bless us and guard us and keep us safe. We ask this in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.